boy today, guys. Back here live in the studio for an episode of Hot Takes with TP3. Today, Wednesday, February 3rd, 2021. Y'all know what that means. Super Bowl Sunday is approaching fast. It is this upcoming Sunday. Um, once again, I'm joined by Ben Gorwitz to help me break down everything for the Super Bowl. Ben, say what's up to everybody. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm just glad we made it this far to the Super Bowl. Hey, I am too, honestly. I mean, crazy to think they thought the season would get ended by COVID. Obviously, that didn't happen. We made it this far. We're about to have the big game. Both teams, pretty much after they had the couple guys test positive, are good to go. And all those guys should be able to uh, rejoin the team in time for the game. So nobody will be out because of that. Um, you know, it's been a while since me and Ben jumped into the podcast. I decided I wanted to wait a little bit longer for these storylines to develop more for basketball. Hopefully next week we should have some good stuff for all that. But this week is the Super Bowl. Before we get into everything for this game, Ben, we've experienced a lot of Super Bowls in our lifetime. What's your favorite one you've witnessed so far? My favorite one still is uh, 2009, I believe. So it would have been the 2008 season, but 2009 um, Super Bowl is when the year was played. It was the Steelers versus the Cardinals. And it was uh, Big Ben, of course, for the Steelers and, mm-hmm. and everyone that they had versus Kurt Warner, Larry Fitzgerald, and everything, and everyone that they had. And, you know, I, it just back and forth. I mean, playmakers all, 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 all around the field, offense, defense, special teams, two really good coaches, two great quarterbacks to watch. I mean, I used to love watching Kurt Warner sling the ball around, and Big mm-hmm. Ben is just – He's always been tremendous, and you know, obviously, the mo- the most memorable thing from that Super Bowl was the catch by um, Holmes. Uh, yeah, it was Holmes, and and you know that pre- that won the game. I mean, back of the corner, uh, end zone, perfect throw by Big Ben. The toe drag by Holmes. It was just an unbelievable toe drag catch. Um, I-, I mean, I just could not believe that that play happened to win a Super Bowl. So. It's still my favorite one. You know, guys, me and Ben didn't discuss this before the show. He took my favorite Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> that actually was my favorite one that I watched. But, you know, because he took that one, I got a second one. Obviously, you got to come prepared with a backup just in case that happens. I really didn't think that was going to happen. But, honestly, I think that really is probably the best one we've seen. I'm going to go with last year's Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes. I enjoyed it because – we got to watch who I think is the Michael Jordan of football get his first Super Bowl. I mean, I enjoyed that. Also went uh, 7 out of 8 on bets. So I think that's another reason why it was one of my favorite Super Bowl. But I can definitely tell you all one thing. My least favorite Super Bowl is the Falcons Super Bowl. I'm not even going to tell you all why. I think all you all know why that's me and Ben's both least favorite Super Bowl. But, yeah, we've experienced some pretty good ones. I kind of wish I was a little bit uh, older when that Titans and uh, Rams one happened where they tackled, uh, I think it was Dyson on like the one yard line. He tried to reach the ball out, but he was already down. I wish I was a little bit younger for that one. I know that was a great one. They played that one in Atlanta and it snowed that weekend. But anyway, let's get down to this week's game. Um, you know, Ben, we got to start start off here and man, just talk about the game in general. What do you think are some big uh, factors going each way for each team? Let's start out with the Buccaneers. What do you think are some factors going to help the Bucks win? Well, their defense, first and foremost, uh, defense is balling out. has been a great defense all year. A lot of playmakers on their defense when everyone is healthy. Uh, they should have both of their safeties back from what I've read. Uh, both those guys are playmakers. Their linebackers are – I mean, they're, they're everything you could ask for. They get sideline to sideline very, very well, and they get downhill coming at um, a rusher very, very well. Their defensive line has been outstanding. Over the past, over the course of the season, but really the past couple weeks, 
They were all over Aaron Rodgers all game long. Um, I, I think they, you know, they have guys, you know, specifically Jason Pierre-Paul, JPP. He's got Super Bowl experience. He he knows how to prepare for this game. Tom Brady's not the only one on this team that's been in a couple Super Bowls. I think that comes into play. Um, I know that a lot of the Chiefs players obviously have, su- have Super Bowl experience as well because um, they played in the game last year and they did not have a ton of turnover on their team. But, you know, the Bucs, I mean, their strength is their defense. They, they can get after the quarterback, and uh, that makes, you know, when you, when you play a gunslinger like Mahomes who wants to throw the ball and a play caller like Andy Reid, they want to throw the ball all over the yard, and uh, a pass rush can really slow that down. So I think it starts and ends with that pass rush led by – um, JPP and the Bucks defensive line. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna agree with you completely, Ben. Um, I th- I think that um, Kansas City is definitely gonna be a little hurt on that offensive line. Obviously, without Schwartz or without um, without uh, their other their other tackle, Eric Fisher, who are both out for the game. So I agree with you. I think that Tampa Bay defensive line is gonna have to come up and play big. Obviously, Levante David and Devin White are gonna have to. But I mean, that Bucks defense is what's carried them so far throughout the playoffs. They came up with the big stops. In that game against the um, against uh, the Packers in the playoffs, obviously they did it again against Breeze, picking him off three times, giving Brady the good field position. I think they got to do that, and they got to run the ball well. I mean, I mean Brady is forty three years old. I wouldn't. I mean, he's played good, but he hasn't exactly played amazing in these playoff games so far. I think that they can run the ball, and if, obviously if they can get that going, Brady's going to be perfectly fine. He knows what to do to win this game and how to play in this game. From the flip side of things, from the Kansas City thing. I think they've got to do what they did last time. they got to take advantage of that banged-up Tampa secondary. I mean, they torched them last time they played. For those of y'all who don't, who didn't really – I don't know how closely all y'all watched the last game, but Tampa Bay got absolutely blown out. Obviously, they were able to come back and cover that three-and-a-half-point spread because literally the last two drives of the game for Tampa Bay, the referees were just pulling out flags, calling everything they could on Kansas City just to keep giving them first downs. I mean, that's one of those where you think betting's rigged if you had, Tampa, if you had Kansas City minus three-and-a-half in that game. But – I really think, I mean, I mean, uh, Tyreek Hill had 200-plus yards receiving the first half. I mean, I think you got to do the same thing again if you're Kansas City. Keep your foot on the gas, throw all over them, get out to a big lead, and make them catch up. They're going to get their playmakers involved early and often, as they as they uh, have done all postseason so far. Um, Travis Kelsey was the story. He was the man last week. Uh, he had, let's see, I had a prop bet in the semifinal game to him to have over seven and a half catches. I think by halftime he had six or seven catches himself. So, um, listen, Tyreek Hill and Kelsey are going to get the football. These guys, you just can't cover them uh, throughout an entire game. I don't care who's guarding them. They're going to get the ball. So, you know, the focus for Andy Reid and Mahomes is get the get the ball to your playmaker's hands early and often and let them make a play. They got a lot of playmakers all over the field. I mean, whether you want to – I mean, you, I can name guys outside of Kelsey and Hill. I mean, Nicole Hardman, Hardman – not only is he a threat in the special teams game on punt returns, he gets a lot of jet sweeps, screen passes. He, I mean, he, he's not as fast as Tyreek Hill, but he's probably the second or third fastest guy in the NFL himself. So um, a lot of speed on this Kansas City team. They like to get the ball to their playmakers early and often. I expect Mahomes to do that. Yeah, I, I agree with you completely, Ben. you got to use that speed to your advantage on that side of the football. Um, all right, you know what? I've tried every single year to do this podcast and talk back and forth about the game without revealing what the picks are and why I think they're going to win. You know we're not very good at doing that, Ben. Let's get down to it. First off, who do you think is going to win this game and why? The Kansas City Chiefs, I think, are going to win this game. Why? 
I, I think the better team will just show up. Um, this is an offensive league. It, it, the sport of football, college and pro, is very offensive heavy right now. Um, it used to be that defense win championships. Now I, I don't think you can say that. I think defense can just kind of hold you over. Uh, it's really about who can score many, uh, who can score more points in a given game in a given time period. And and the Chiefs had the best offense I think I've ever seen. Um, just playmakers all over the floor. The best quarterback. Uh, uh, one of the best play callers the sport has ever seen. I, I just think a lot of things click together for them. And I think they're going to continue to win as long as they keep this core together. Now, eventually, that's going to be very, very difficult to keep this entire core together. But I think as long as Mahomes, Reed, Kelsey, Hill, and a couple of their other guys are, are there, then I, I don't think anyone stops the Chiefs. Now, I don't think they're just going to win Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, just year after year after year. Eventually, it gets harder. I don't think we're at that point yet because going back-to-back is not – insanely unrealistic when you look at what this Chiefs team can do. So I, I'm going to – I have the Chiefs in this game. Um, as much as I hate to be in agreement – oh, yeah, but before I say mine, Ben, are you take? Are you going to play Kansas City minus three or are you just going to – you're on yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, I'm on that. Kansas City minus three. Okay. Um, I haven't decided yet if I'm going to bite any Kansas City minus three just because I got uh, – Nice little uh, three units to uh, win a good, quite a good bid on Kansas City to win the Super Bowl from before the season started. So I might just ride out with that. I haven't decided yet if I'm going to actually play on the spread or not. Honestly, when it comes down to it, I probably will end up playing something on the spread. But um, yeah, you know, I agree with you, man. I just really think this Kansas City team is an offensive juggernaut. Um, kind of the way Tampa Bay's been winning these games defensively, and I really haven't seen a team be able to do that to Kansas City. Kansas City's had some great defensive game plans. I think Eric Bieniemy is pissed off, too, that he didn't get any coaching offers, and I bet the team's going to rally around that. They love Bieniemy. You've seen him fire them up multiple times. Now it, <clears throat> now it's their turn to kind of fire him up. I think they come out firing for that reason more, too, but I just really think we're watching arguably the greatest player ever play the game in Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he's got his chance here to submit it against Brady. You don't think that's not in his mind, too? This is one chance to get his revenge on what happened last time he played against Brady in a conference championship game. This is the only time he's ever probably going to be able to get his redemption. Mahomes is going to have that going for him, too. I just think this Kansas City, I mean, Tampa Bay couldn't stop him until they basically quit playing in the third quarter last time they played against each other. I don't think that Tampa Bay is going to be ready for this offensive attack that they're going to get. I mean, Tampa Bay's had a great season. They've rallied around. They've played much better football. I think ultimately, though, we see more of the same here from Kansas City. I think they're going to come out focused and ready to fire. Also, too, I mean, Andy Reid's one of the best coaches at drawing up plays. The fact he gets two weeks to do this, I, I got to love I gotta love Kansas City here. Um, are you going to play anything on the total for this game? So far, as of right now, I do not have anything on the total. Yeah, I'm going to stay away from the total here. I kind of lean towards the over, though. I really feel like that the way Kansas City plays, obviously, is an offensive juggernaut. I think they're going to score a lot of points. Um, from the flip side of things, from Tampa Bay, I think Tampa Bay is going to try to throw to stay in the game. We know they like to throw a lot. We know all the weapons they have. Um, uh, there's been reverse sharp action on the under in this game as it went from 57 to 56 with 71% of the bets coming in on the over. I'm not going to end up touching the total ultimately in this game. I think there's more value in the prop market than playing the total, but I definitely think this is going to be an over kind of game. I just think both these teams are going to leave it all on the field and score a lot of points. I think Kansas City wins like 38-21, 38-27, something like that. Well, I mean, we talked, you know, we're talking about the Kansas City, you know, offensive juggernaut, but, you know, let's let's briefly talk about what what the Bucs can offer. I mean, the Bucs have Mm – 
probably went healthy, the best receiving core in football when it's Evans, Godwin, Brown, Gronk, OJ Howard went all healthy and Brait. I mean, that's that's just stellar. And then you obviously have the goat Tom Brady throwing to him. This team can put up points. This team, this team can beat you in a lot of ways. They can, they can beat you when their defense is uh, winning them the game. But I mean, Tom Brady can put up a lot of points, and he he should be very comfortable, or I, I should say, as comfortable as you can be with playing in a Super Bowl. Uh, no one's been to as many as him, so I'm sure nerves always set in. But you know, I I don't expect uh, poor throws from him because of nerves necessarily. Um, he gets to play in his at his home field. Uh, he gets to – are they in hotels? I don't know if they're in hotels, the home team, or if they're sleeping at home. But the players should be very comfortable with the surface of the field. They play on it for home games. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know how they're doing tickets, but obviously there will be more Tampa Bay Bucks fans, so the crowd will be in Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks favor. So that's, that's definitely somewhat of a factor. I haven't looked at the weather – um, I'm, I haven't heard any concerns about it though. So not anything on that front, you know, it, this is a game that Tom Brady can win. He absolutely, he could win every, any game until he says the words I'm retired and he's not playing football. There's not a game he can't win. I, I just think there's a little too much at stake for me thinking Mahomes is going to play worse than Brady. I, I don't see Brady outplaying Mahomes. And therefore, I think that's why the Chiefs will just end up with more points. Yeah, I think you put that really well, Ben. I'm going to agree with you completely on that one. Um, anyway, but I, ex- I expect I expect Brady to play well, as I always do. No, I do he's too. Got, he's got he's got a lot of uh, tough expectations to live up to, but he all, he usually does. So um, I, I'm expecting a good game from Tom. Yeah, I am too. Um, I think it's going to be a fun game to watch, no doubt about it. I just think at the end of the day, Kansas City is going to be able to pull through and kind of win this thing. I expect them to keep the foot on the gas, too. I don't expect them to take their foot off the gas pedal. Um, now it's time to get in the more, even more fun part than just the game in and of itself. Ben and I got some prop bets for y'all. I got quite a few, actually. Ben, I know you've got a couple as well. Um, why don't you start off and give us your first prop bet? So the first one I'm going to go with is something that I rode last week in the semifinal game, and it hit for me. And I'm going to go with it again. I'm going to go with playoff Lenny. Leonard Fournette, anytime touchdown. I'm going to stay with the ground. I'm going to stay with the ground game because when, like I said last week, when Tom's teams have a lot of success in the playoffs, it's when his running game gets a couple touchdowns and, uh, in, in, and helps him out on the ground. So I think with Ronald Jones still a little bit banged up, Leonard, Leonard Fournette's been playing very well. I'm going to take him to score another touchdown. What's the odds on that? Plus 130. Plus 130. Okay, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't hate that one at all. I, you know, I was looking at some Fournette over props as well. Um, for my first prop, though, I'm gonna go on the Kansas City side of things here. Um, I'm gonna go. So I got two props for y'all that kind of go hand in hand here together. So my first one is Patrick Mahomes when he plays against teams where the spread is minus three or less. Uh, I mean, sorry, minus seven or less, and the game is actually close. So basically close games against good teams, games that you go into you think are going to be a close game. Patrick Mahomes averages 330 yards passing. His prop is over 330.5. I will be going over 330.5 yards passing for Patrick Mahomes. I think we should hit that one pretty easily. To add on with that one, um, 
I'm going to go with Tyreek Hill over 92 and a half yards receiving. Tyreek Hill, like I said earlier, torched them for over 200 yards in the first half. In the first half. I think Tyreek Hill is going to have a big day once again. Also, I mean, that kind of goes hand in hand with Mahomes having a big day. I don't hate Kelsey over props as well. Probably won't bite on any of those, but I just love this Tyreek Kill prop over. Another one that I'm going to take is Rob Gronkowski under 31 and a half receiving yards. Okay. Um, Gronk has been not disappointing. He's been, I think he's been pretty good for someone that didn't play football for a little while to get back in shape and do what he's done. This team doesn't need him to do a ton. Um, he's been a tremendous blocker for this team. I think last week he only had one reception, but it did go for a good chunk of yards on a little screen, uh, flare-out tight end screen to him. I, I they, He just doesn't seem to be much in the game plan to get him the ball a ton, so I'm going to go under in his receiving yards, which is 31.5. And that's minus yeah, 110. Yeah, I don't hate that one at all, honestly, Ben. Probably won't bite on it, but I feel like that he's more of a red zone target, like you were saying. I feel like they're not really going to – Look to throw to him that much. Um, next one that I'm going to play here, it actually has to do, it, it's another double prop kind of that I'm doubling up on the same theory. So actually, you know what, I'll go ahead and give all three of them here with this. So I'm I, for the Super Bowl, I like to get involved early and often. I always got to go with the coin toss. I'm going to go with like not a lot, probably a pizza bet as I like to call it on tails because tails never fails. Um, but anyway, I, I don't really have a handicap for that one. I just always go except for, for except for rec- I think it's failed recently. I think yeah, it's like tail. Well, at, apparently the yeah. coin's like a little bit heavier on the head side, so it all it has a higher chance of landing tails. But I mean, I still think that there's still like you know what I mean, good enough of a chance for either side, or else they wouldn't use the coin. So I don't. I think that's just kind of stupid. But um, the second reason why that I'm going to go with that is because if Tampa Bay wins the coin toss. They've been electing to receive the last two coin tosses they have won. They've elected to receive the ball. Most teams defer. And so with that one, I'm going to go with Kansas City. Um, I'm going to go with uh, with Kansas City having the ball first in this game. Or sorry, sorry. I'm going Tampa Bay to have the ball first in this game because I think Tampa Bay is going – if they win the toss, I think they're going to take the ball. And I think if Kansas City um, wins, the, or wins the toss, they're going to defer to the second half. So therefore, I think Tampa Bay will start with the ball. But here's the last part that goes into this. You you'll not believe this. I couldn't believe this either. I had to go back and fact check it. I had to go back and look at all the Super Bowls Tom Brady has played in. Tom Brady has scored a total of three points in the first quarter in all the Super Bowls he played in. Not average. He's only scored three points. I could not believe it myself. I had to go look that one up. Therefore, I'm going to go with Kansas City spread first quarter, which I believe is minus half a point. I'm going to take Kansas City first quarter as another prop bet. I'm going back to my well. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, it's one last game. I might as well risk the undefeated record one more time, right? Let's oh. take, let's take Tom Brady to throw an interception. Hey, y'all know the deal. I, Got I, I think, on that. I think, and here's my reasoning for it. I mean, there's, there's never like a great reason for a bet like this. Um, I, I just think the more, throwing opportunities Brady has to have obviously the better chance he throws a pick the more I mean the more you can't throw a pick if you don't throw a pass the more passes you throw the more opportunities so I think they're going to be behind a little bit in this game and I think you know as the game goes on as it gets you know if you if you can get some second and longs third and longs or just uh kind of long yardage plays the Kansas City pass rush can really get to you it's not great by any means they don't have this ferocious pass rush that's going to come at you 
but they can blitz from a lot of different ways. Tyron Matthew, his entire career of playing football, going back to college at LSU, he was the best I've ever seen. And coming in since he's been in the NFL on every team, he's a tremendous blitzer. He is a tremendous blitzer mm-hmm. from the secondary, and he can force a lot of throws. And we all know Tom Brady does not move that well. And I think if you're down in a game, he's going to try and make a plague happen. And I just think it, one of these throws is going to slip up. I really expect Brady to throw the ball like 40, 43 to 45 times in the Super Bowl. Um, I, I think he's going to have to throw the ball 40-plus times. So I'm going to take Tom Brady. I'm going to bet against the GOAT to throw an interception. Yeah, Ben, I like that idea a lot right there. Um, you know why? Because my next one I'm going to go with here is – more points scored in the second half uh, slash OT minus one and a half. So we need one and a half more points scored in that in the second half. Look, all the reasons Ben said, Brady's going to throw the ball a lot. I think Kansas City's going to come out and start hot. Like I said earlier, Andy Reid's one of the best play callers in the league at, on the first two drives of drawing up plays, especially off a of bye. His team scores first almost every single time. We got Andy Reid off a of bye in play here once again. I think it's going to end up happening is they're going to air the ball out the entire second half, Tampa Bay's going to be playing catch-up. They're going to keep throwing the ball, which they would gladly do, too. I think there's going to be, obviously, Kansas City. I mean, it's the Super Bowl. They're not going to take their foot off the gas. I think we watch this total fly over in the second half. I think there will be a lot more points. I think Tampa Bay will start slow, too, so that will help us out as well with that one. Um, you got any more prop bets for us? For now, those are the only prop bets I have um, that I have logged in and are currently an active bet of mine. I wouldn't be so sure that Kansas City won't uh, get conservative. The sweatshirt you're wearing, which is an Atlanta Falcons one, they got pretty conservative in a Super Bowl. Oh, well, that's it. That's just a sore store topic to bring up, Ben. Um, I feel like Andy Reid, the type of guy he is, he's going to keep attacking, attacking, attacking. That's why my last prop here has to do with both these teams attacking and being down. Um, I'm going to go with under six and a half punts in this game. I think that there's going to be a lot of going for it. I think there's going to be a lot of scoring often in this game. Um, we've seen more and more how these teams don't really like to punt that much anymore in the NFL. Um, therefore, I just think six and a half is way too many times. I think Andy Reid's too good of a play caller. On the flip side of things, Bruce Arians is a hell of an offensive coach too. Him and Byron Leftwich call a hell of a game too. I think, I think I think Tampa Bay will not put up less than 30 points in this game. Let's put it that way. And I think something that will help your bet that you just said um, of was it less than six or six and a half punts? Six and a half. Um, both these both these play callers, very aggressive coaches. Bruce Arians mm-hmm. is a very aggressive play caller. Fourth and one, Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time at a QB at a QB sneak, and the Chiefs can just get any fourth and three or fourth and four in about a hundred different ways. They they could do it with Chad Henney, as we saw in the yeah. semifinal game, pretty easily. So um, I think that's another thing going for you is I think if they're in plus territory fourth down yardage i think both these teams are not afraid to go for it because i know that their offense is better than their defense so if they give up a little bit of field position in the in the when their defense is taking the field i don't think they care that much because they probably are like we're going to give up points anyway yeah that's what i'm saying um check us out on twitter ben what's your twitter handle i believe it's just at benny g24 yeah i think it is as well um but the reason why i'm throwing that out there obviously that's what it is at benny g24 the name is Goro. Yeah, and if you need to, to look through my mentions. We tweet at each other frequently. Um, I'm obviously at TP3Wins. Um, 
Uh, the reason why I'm throwing us out there, not because we want more followers, but because obviously it's pretty early in the week still. We will be adding a prop bet or two. All the ones we gave out right now are official prop bets that we've already locked in, but we will definitely be locking in more prop bets. I'll probably end up adding two or three. I'll probably try to do one where it combines like NBA with, in a, you know what I mean, something that happens in an NBA game earlier that day. Like last year I found J-Lo butt cleavage minus like 130, which I mean was the lock of the century. I only <laughs> wish I'd thrown more on it, but she's out there shaking that thing around. Um, but yeah, it's, that w- that one was a fun one. But there's always more fun ones that come out a little bit closer to it. I will just recommend this for anyone betting prop bets. Try to bet something where like only one or two outcomes can happen. Don't bet on the Gatorade color. Don't bet on stuff like that. Like things like that. People claim that they have some sort of advantage. It's never right. I mean, they could change that up until the last second. They're always trying to sucker you in for money on that one. I would I would try to stick to things where you can only have one or two outcomes. That's good advice. And um, I will tweet out. I'll tweet out all my uh, picks that I have on the Super Bowl before the game. Yeah, we'll put them out. I'll put I'll probably put them out by like two o'clock, so y'all have plenty of time to lock those in. It's gonna be fun. Can't wait to put lock all these prop bets in. Um, anyway, we actually have finally a big story to debate here in sports, and that is Matthew Stafford being traded to the L.A. Rams for, or, yeah, to the L.A. Rams. From the Lions, the Lions received Jared Goff, two first-round picks and a third-round pick. Ben, first off, did you think that either side gave up too much in this trade, too little? And all right, well, let's just start with that. No, um, I know that they gave up on paper. They gave up a lot to get just one player and Matthew Stafford in return. But I don't think there is such thing as giving up too much when you are in win-now mode and if you win a Super Bowl. If you win a Super Bowl, then every move you made worked out because it led you to that Super Bowl. The Rams are in win-now mode. I don't think they care about three seasons down the road what, are the, what is their team. I don't think they care about what two seasons down the road what their team is going to look like. They are in win-now mode. They feel like they have the best defense in the NFL. Stats back that up that they do uh, or did this past season. And they felt like their quarterback play was something that was holding them behind. Matthew Stafford is an upgrade from Jared Goff. I, I know that Goff had reached a Super Bowl uh, with this team. I know that he's played some good ball in his time since he's been drafted for the Rams. But Matthew Stafford can just sling the rock around. I mean, he Matthew Stafford, in my opinion, is a very good quarterback. I know that he doesn't win that often in his career. Name players that have won in Detroit ever, okay? It, it, it does not happen in that black hole of a city. No one wins that. Barry Sanders couldn't even win there, and he's arguably one of the best running backs of all time. He literally retired early to get away from that franchise because they would not help him out. Okay? So, to answer your question, no, I don't think the Rams, there is such thing as giving up too much unless they don't win. If they don't win the Super Bowl, if they don't even reach a Super Bowl with Matthew Stafford, then yes, this is a failure of a trade. They lost this trade. But at the end of the day, I don't think they really lost this trade by that much, even if they don't win a Super Bowl. Because what is Jared Goff going to do in Detroit? He's not going to do anything. I mean, that team hasn't – I don't even know if they've made a playoff game since I've been alive. Yeah, they have. They lost that. Uh, they lost that one where Des Bryant came out on the field with his helmet on. I think that was Calvin Johnson's last season. But that's literally like the only one I think they played in in our lifetime. But uh, yeah, you know, Ben, I agree with you. Um, yeah, the Rams had to give up a haul and a half, but at the same time, I mean, the Rams are probably thinking one, those draft picks are gonna be late. Two, the Rams also haven't picked had a first round pick. I think in like the last like four twenty sixteen. 
yeah, since 2016. So, I mean, it's been a while since I had one of those too, but on top of and that. Did, and that was golf. That pick was golf, by the way. Yeah, golf was the last first-round pick they took. But, I mean, you got to get rid of golf. It was a horrible contract. I mean, I don't think golf's even a tradable player. Right now, if the Lions tried to trade Jared Goff, I don't think anybody would want him unless you were tacking on two first-round picks to go with him. That's the only way I could imagine eating that salary for that player. Um, so pretty much they're taking an untradable player to get those two first-round picks. I think it's worth it if you're the Rams. It gives you flexibility. Like you said, Matthew Stafford's a beast, man. I mean, they were pulling out these highlights of him. I even forgot some of the stuff Stafford used to be able to do. Stafford can air the ball out. I mean, he's athletic. He can throw, it feels like, from any angle on the body. Um, I think it's a plus-plus move for the Rams. I mean, you get a quarterback in there like that with Sean McVay. I mean, look what he did with Jared Goff. He went to a Super Bowl with Jared Goff. Now imagine what he's going to do with Cam Akers, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup. I mean, that offense is stacked up. I think that I think if it was right too for Vegas moving the odds from tw- from twenty to one to fifteen to one for the Rams to win the Super Bowl, I think they're a serious contender and they could easily end up winning this whole entire thing. Um, I mean, ultimately, do you think that this that this puts the Rams over the top and makes them like a top five, top three contender for next season? I do, I, I do because of their defense. To be honest with you, um, their defense is. I mean, they can attack you in so many different ways, whether it's the defensive line that just is always coming after you or their tremendous secondary play. Um, This is a team that can force a lot of turnovers, and it's a team that is tremendous in the sack department or just the disruption uh, department. They're always in a quarterback's face. They just have to put up points. I mean, their defense in the Super Bowl year was unbelievable. And and, and uh, they held Tom Brady. And the Patriots, I mean, they didn't, I don't even know, did they score a touchdown? They may have had one touchdown in that in that entire game. And the Rams, they couldn't move the football. I mean, Goff um, had that one throw, which he saw the guy a little late. And, the, and uh, I think it was Gilmore or maybe one of the McCourty twins. They made a tremendous play on it. But the, mm-hmm. Goff couldn't move the football. Stafford's always been able to move the football in Detroit. I know that he's had some good weapons. I mean, he played with Calvin Johnson and, he has two good receivers right now in a tight end that he played with. But I, I'm expecting Stafford in this offense to be able to put up a lot of points and take some pressure off of this defense. Uh, I think the Rams, um, I mean, I, I would put them as a top three team in the NFC just on paper to start the season next year. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you completely on that. I mean, I'd have a hard time saying they're not the best team in that entire division. The biggest thing I was seeing now as people are saying, it's made the 49ers feel like they need to go out and make a move now to go get Deshaun Watson. They're saying they should trade Bosa and two first-round picks to go out and get him, which, I mean, I don't think is a terrible move. Obviously, I value quarterbacks more than edges with how stacked up that D-line is. But, I mean, I would right now, if I had to bet teams to win the Super Bowl next year and I could only bet one team, I'd have a hard time not taking the Rams. Let's put it that way. That's how good I feel about it, and that's how good I feel about what Sean McVay and, and they can do with everything. Um, got anything else for us, Ben, before we get up out of here? Could you imagine moving from L.A. to Detroit? Oh, literally, <laughs> literally, Goff has the worst. Blake Griffin and Goff had it bad, having to move there. I mean, right now, Matthew Stafford's probably so happy. <laughs> I mean, listen, I've, I've never been to Detroit, so I should apologize if anyone is listening that it's from Detroit or is currently living in Detroit. I've never been. But I have also not heard great things. So um, it's it's not L.A. I, I know that part. Um, but other than that, I got nothing else. Yeah, it's de- it's definitely not L.A., let's put it that way. <laughs> um, well, 
Appreciate everyone who tuned in once again. Hopefully we can get to the window with some of these prop bets, some of these Super Bowl bets. Um, I'll, we'll be putting everything out on Twitter and everything once again for everybody on Super Bowl Sunday. But those of y'all are betting, bet responsibly. Ben, appreciate you uh, tuning in once again. Um, I didn't even ask you, Ben. What are you doing for the Super Bowl? You just going to watch at your place or what? Yeah, just going to watch at my place with some people here. Nothing too exciting. Yeah, I'm going to do the same thing, honestly. To me, everybody's like, oh, let's go out. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. I'm like, shoot, I'm going to see how much food I can fit in my stomach while I sit on the couch and watch the Super Bowl. That's my Super Bowl tradition. Like, I don't like to do anything besides be on the couch and eat as much as I can. So that's what I will be doing during the game. And, hey, for those of you all who like to enjoy the game however you want to, enjoy it that way. But that's the way we will. But see you guys and hope everyone enjoys the game.